This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Portnoy. My guest today, super excited for this one because it's probably one of the main reasons I got into podcasting. It's John Lee Dumas. He's the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire an award-winning podcast that goes into revealing the journey of today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. John does this seven days a week. The podcast generates over $250,000 a month in revenue and has over 1 million unique listens a month. Entrepreneur on Fire has inspired Fire Nation uh, to take control of their life and take the entrepreneurial leap. Super excited to have John here. John, I want to just, I know we have a short time. I want to dive right in. So John, you've interviewed a lot of entrepreneurs what are the, the trends or I guess the commonalities you see in those who are super achievers? Super achievers, they set and accomplish goals. And frankly, people who don't achieve things and who come to you and they say, I just, I just can't seem to find my way. I'm just struggling. And you ask them, well, what's your big goal right now? They'll look at you like you have a thousand heads. Like, what do you mean my big goal right now? What does that even mean? If you're a successful entrepreneur, you're successful because you're setting a SMART goal, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound. And then you're accomplishing that goal in that time-bound frame. Maybe it's 10 days, maybe it's 30, maybe it's 100. That's what separate. <clears throat> excuse me, what separates the successful ones from the unsuccessful. Are you goal-driven? Do you, do you have like a daily routine? Do you write down your goals? I'm, of course, goal-driven because I'm a successful entrepreneur. I wouldn't be successful if I wasn't goal-driven. I mean, that is the secret to successful entrepreneurs' success. And so every single day, I have my freedom journal, which is accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And I'm using that tool, that process, to do just that, to accomplish a massive goal in a short time frame. So that's part of my daily rituals. That's part of my daily routine. I wouldn't be where I am today without it. Which guest had the, bit, the, the biggest impact on you and what was it about it? I don't know how to answer that question. I've had 2,643 guests. They've all had an impact on me. I wouldn't say any one of them's had the biggest impact on me. It's kind of more of like this cumulative um, of information and knowledge that I've been able to acquire over eight years of interviewing these successful entrepreneurs. So I try to just enter every conversation with curiosity and knowing that I can learn from every single person I have on the show, that's the main focus. Is that serial learning something you had before podcasting, which led you to starting the podcast? Was, what was it about it? What, what made you decide to go into podcasting? I haven't been a serial learner my whole life by any stretch. Um, I consider myself a, a pretty lazy person for most of my life. And by lazy, I mean like, I would just do enough to get by. And, you know, I mean, I went to a great college, got a 3.0 GPA. I was a, you know, officer in the U.S. Army. And, you know, I, I, I did different things and I had various levels of success. But, you know, I, I just was really never looking to excel because that just seemed like it was too much work. Um, and it really wasn't until, like, I got to my early 30s that I realized, you know, hey, I'm either just going to kind of float through life, which by the way, most people do, 99% of people are gonna float through life, 
or I can try to enter that upper echelon. And I'm not talking the financial upper echelon of 1%. I'm talking just the upper echelon of 1% of people who actually are able to take control of their lives and make decisions on how their lives are going to be led instead of that 99% of people having to follow orders. I followed orders for plenty of my life. You know, again, I was an officer in the army. Like I know how to follow orders and I knew it's not how I want to live the, live, live the rest of my life. Um, I didn't want to follow somebody else's deadlines. I didn't want to uh, make somebody else rich. I wanted to make myself rich or fail and at least fail trying to do something that was getting me closer to that lifestyle freedom. And that's when I started to say, you know what? I'm in my early 30s. Let's learn from others. Let's read books, listen to audio books. That led me to podcasting, which is a medium I just fell in love with because I just loved how it was free. On you were an early you were an early adopter to it. I mean, early, you know, I mean that's a question mark because podcasting started in two thousand four, and so I didn't really start listening until two thousand and you know ten or eleven. So I, I was six or seven years behind the ball there, but it was still a pretty unknown medium back then. Like people weren't really consuming it at a high level, and I fell in love with the medium. And I said, "What's missing?" in the podcasting world. And what was missing was a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And so I filled that void very poorly at first, but I was the only show in town. So people couldn't go anywhere even if they wanted to, because if they wanted a daily show, I was the only show in town. And slowly but surely I put in the reps and got a little bit better. One thing you do is you post all the revenue you make off the podcast on your site. Why was that type of transparency like so important to you? Because I was inspired by somebody who was publishing their income before I launched. And I said, oh, you don't have to be like this slime ball to make money online. Like you can actually do it the right way and add actual value. And that inspired me. And so I said to myself, if I ever get to the point where I'm actually making revenue online, I want to be that form of inspiration to other people. So I'm very passionate about that. Any advice uh, for people listening who have a podcast on when... And I guess maybe a few tips on how to start monetizing a podcast. So the biggest mistake people make with podcasts is they think that sponsorships is going to be a way they're going to make money. Only the top 1% of 1% of podcasts ever make any real money through podcasting because run the numbers. The average podcast gets 132 listens per episode. You get $25 per 1000 listens. That's $3 and 25 cents you're going to get for your podcast sponsorship. And that's taking time, energy, and efforts, actually trying to find that sponsorship, get those sponsorship reads, insert them, you know, track them, hopefully make the sponsor happy. And by the way, send your audience to other people's products and other people's services. Instead, why not just ask your audience one simple question? What's your biggest struggle right now? What is your biggest struggle right now? And then you, instead of being lazy, like again, I was for most of my life, actually create the solution to that problem and offer it to them in the form of a product or a service or a community. That's the way you monetize. And is there, I mean, that's great. And is there a, I feel most people probably start a podcast and think they want to monetize right off the bat. Is there a, is that a common like trend is, is that the wrong move to try to monetize right off the bat? 
Well, you're a human being. So of course you want to monetize right off the bat. That's what everybody does anything for. They want to monetize right off the bat. So that would, of course, never be different in the podcasting world. The reality is podcasting, unlike some other things, is a absolute much longer ball game. Like you can hypothetically create some kind of product and then figure out Facebook ads and start making money right away. Like you might not be making a lot of money, but you'll be able to figure out how to actually generate revenue. Maybe you're even losing money when it comes down to your net profit, but you're able to generate revenue right away by figuring out that kind of process. Podcasting is a long game. Like you're looking to build a real meaningful connection with your audience. That takes time because listen, humans, man, they don't give their intimacy away. They don't give their trust away. They don't just like you just to like you. You've got to earn all of that. And that takes time. And that's why it took me 13 months before I had my first big revenue month. Um, And, you know, that's really because I was able to do a lot of things right, get very lucky in certain areas, and timing was great. Um, So, you know, all that factored in, you got to recognize that podcasting is a long ball game. Now, you might be the wrong person to ask this question to, the way, the way you go at things, but what's the right amount of frequency? What's the right frequency of posting a podcast? I mean, not many people could post every single day. Uh, you know, not many people could, could put out that type of content, especially in the beginning. So what advice do you have there? I am the right person to ask this question because I have the right answer. And the right answer is you need to know who your avatar is. Who is the perfect listener of your podcast? Who is the perfect consumer of your content that you're creating, whatever that might be, writing, video, audio, fill in the blank, it doesn't matter. If you know who your perfect customer, client, consumer of your content is, then you just simply say, what would my avatar want? What would the perfect consumer of my content want? And then you create that. And whatever that is frequency-wise, that's your answer. Do you think most people skip that avatar part and they're just like, hey, I'm just going to start a podcast and they don't do enough research on exactly who their ideal audience is? Not if they join Podcasters Paradise. They don't skip the avatar part. But everybody who doesn't, yeah, they skip that part and they pay for it. And then you ask them, well, who, who are you podcasting for? Like, who's your perfect listener? Oh, my perfect listener. It's really anybody in the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. That's why nobody's listening. What about getting uh, big names booked? Uh, It's a big mistake. Really big mistake to get big names booked because people think, oh, I'm going to get big names booked. And then I'm going to ask them the exact same questions that they've been asked a thousand times and then expect them to share the podcast episode with their audience. Of course, they're not going to because why would they? Their audience doesn't need to hear them say the exact same answers to the exact same questions over and over again. And oh, by the way, let me additionally say, you're not good enough yet to get those big guests. Like you're going to waste your opportunity with them because you're not a good podcast host. I was a terrible podcast host for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And I wasted all these opportunities with Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk and stuff like that. But that's all in hindsight. There's nothing I can do about it. But everybody's like, oh my God, like I can't launch my podcast till I get some big names on my show. Well, that's just not the way to go about it for all those reasons that I just shared. You're not, you're not ready. You're not good enough. You've got to go after people who are B-level players, C-level players, D-level players, but are on the way up. They're hungry. They're looking to get their name out. They're going to bring their A-game for you. They're going to promote the show when it comes out because it's meaningful to them. And then once you've actually built an audience that's worthy of having a big 
name get big a big names uh, a big name on your show then you can go out say listen i'm getting x number of listens per month i'd love to have you on it's a big audience i've published 345 episodes so you know that i'm legit let's get you on the show and talk about x y or z and then you can crush it with them and for them and they might be like oh my god like this person's a actually good b ask me questions i haven't been asked before I haven't been asked before and see, maybe now I will actually share with my audience because this is something unique and that special. And, and I feel like, so, so one is, first of all, you got into Gary's book. So I I think it actually helped you. Uh, And, and number two is it's, it's also, once you get a big name on, it's almost hard to go backwards, right? Like you're just now chasing the next big name because why would you want that local, that local restaurateur on after you had, you know, Tony Robbins on. I think you need to have a better perspective than that. Like for me, I like to say like, what does my audience want? My audience doesn't just want big names. Like they want people that they can relate to. They want people that they can say, you know what? Like this person's maybe one step above me or just like two months ahead of me or one chapter ahead or 10% better. Like just having like Tony and Gary and Tim on the show, it's like, that can be inspiring and that can, that's why it's good to have them on sometimes. But if it's, if that's the only people that you're bringing on and that's your only goal, you know, you just, there's just going to be this big disconnect between the guests on your show and your listeners. And you know, that's going to be tough for them to relate to. What podcast do you consume right now? Aside from your own? I consume a lot of podcasts. I like to walk. I'm a big walker. I love listening to podcasts as I walk. Um, I listen to the Newsworthy, which is a daily news podcast. I listen to Business Wars, which I love on um, it's a Wondery program. I'm listening to a podcast called The Guru right now, which is a Wondery production, which is really interesting about the motivational speaking industry, which I definitely find fascinating. I listen to The Indicator, which is about um, finance. I listen to Snacks Daily, which is also about finance. Um, and Planet Money is another one that I love about finance. These are all kind of like really highly produced, well thought out scripted shows. I've realized that, you know, maybe this is because I have interviewed 2,600 people. I don't love listening to interview based shows because I feel like there's a lot of fluff and there's not a lot of um, real content in there, which is why you'll never find an interview out there of me um, more than 15 minutes long because I don't feel like there needs to be more than 15 minutes of a show with me because I have about 15 minutes of good content and that's all I got. It's just like, just like a comedian. Comedian's got about four good jokes and they're done. Get them off stage. So you're super self-aware. Super self-aware. <laughs> so what's the best advice you've received? Um, but, but let's add to it. What's the worst advice you received through your entrepreneurial journey? The best advice I ever received was from Albert Einstein. So of course I received it via a book (laughs) and that was try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And when I realized the importance of being valuable and and producing value, it changed everything for me. And the worst advice I've ever gotten was fake it till you make it. I think that's terrible advice. It's inauthentic. The moment that we as humans sniff inauthenticity in an individual, it's over. So just be open, be honest, be transparent. Like when I sucked as a podcaster, I said I sucked and I did. And I let people know and I'm like, but join me on this journey because I'm trying to get better and I'm going to try to provide value every step of the way. So we'll wrap up here because uh, I, I don't want you running out of good material and, and out of good jokes. Feel like that happened five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, if you could go back and speak to 
all the entrepreneurs that have listened to your podcast and you could summarize your best advice to them from everything you've taken from all your guests, what would you tell them? Relax. That would be the one word I would say. Too many people take everything so seriously. You seem to relax. Like it's not the end of the world. Like I thought every interview that I was doing had to be so perfect. It was like life or death. And you realize that, man, people don't want that anyways. They just want you to relax, to have fun, to be you, to be authentic. And at the end of the day, man, life's over. It's gone. So, like, what are you really stressed out about? Like, just relax. Brother, I think, we, I think you have material for another 20 minutes, but I don't want you feeling the pressure. So, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate your time. Uh, awesome. Keep up the great work. I love your podcast. JP, thanks, brother. Peace. Peace. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for paying attention to that episode. Look, if you enjoyed it and you're looking to scale your business to the next level or just a bit stuck, we've worked with businesses and helped scale them past seven figures. So we know a little bit what it takes to grow your business. So if you're looking for a free strategy call with myself or a team member to help you and help get you unstuck or help scale your business, head on over to jportnoy.com and book a free strategy call. I'll see you then.